BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Before we get into the episode, guys, I want to remind you to drink Dash Vodka. It's homemade vodka. And and man, it's the world's smoothest vodka. You barely even get a hangover when you drink it. It's distilled and bottled by Limited Spirits. Straight out of Texas. So freaking good. 40% alcohol, man. And man, you know, most vodka, they like, like drain it over like charcoal and stuff. Guess what? Dash uses coconut. Doesn't taste like coconut, but man, it is so smooth. It is pure goodness. And they take their time with this stuff, man. They don't rush it. It's why the name is kind of ironic, you know, dash. It's like a fast run is a dash, but no, that's, it's the opposite what they do when they make this stuff. They take so much time making it so good. Check them out online and ask for dash at your local liquor stores, dashvodka.com. All right, let's get into the episode. Hey, it's Mark Striegel. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal podcast. This is a show that's been going on since 2005 when I started it with John Astronomy. It went on to appear on VH1. Uh, I guess it was Most Shocking Moments. At some point after that, you know, we, uh, when I say it appeared on VH1, it was like a, a countdown show called, I think, The Most Shocking Moments of Rock. And I was on it, and I was ID'd as Mark from Talking Metal, you know, the metal expert. I don't even think they called me metal expert during that one. That was a a different set of shows. But, yeah, for a while I was on VH1 as the metal expert. I worked at VH1 for years and years and years. And uh, at one point I was um, asked to go in front of the camera and be a metal expert to kind of fill in the holes on the 100 most metal moments. And then like six months later or a year later, the 100 least metal moments. I actually worked on the 100 most metal moments show too, uh, as a producer and writer and consultant. Um, but yeah, I worked at VH1 and MTV news and before that and VH1 before that for years. So anyways, it was, it was that appearance On air, on VH1, the initial ones, on the 100 most metal moments and uh, 100 least metal moments that inspired John and I to start a podcast. I guess our TV appearances were probably like 2004-ish, maybe early 2005, I think 2000, late, like late 2004 actually. But anyways, we wanted more cred, you know, we wanted 
to do something. We hear we had appeared on TV. I was hearing from people who, who you know, I hadn't heard from in years who saw me on TV, and I was like, yeah, you know, I tried to get on Sirius XM. They were not interested. <laughs> it's something that I've been trying to do for like 20 years now. Um, got close a couple times, but n- no, no cigar. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, that's it was really those initial VH1 TV appearances. And I remember I got my hair done all cool. I got like some real cool clothes and stuff for those appearances. But, you know, it was like those it was those appearances that really inspired me to do the podcast. And podcasting was like in its infancy then. So it wasn't like nowadays where you just, you know, you pay some company to give you a podcast. No, we wrote the code from scratch, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, and it's been a long ride. And whenever John's on the show with me, you know, he's been doing those live streams with me through the, uh, the COVID nonsense. So, uh, it's always, it's always fun to reconnect with him. There's, there's a part of me that likes doing the solo shows and the interviews because I dive deep, you know, when you're interviewing with somebody else, it, it's kind of hard because they'll throw a question that kind of throws off your line of questioning. And I feel like, you know, it's uh, it's actually harder to interview with, with two people. You'd think it'd be easier because you don't have to think of as many questions. But for me, it's, it's harder. Or at least maybe it's not harder. It's more frustrating. Having said that, I love hanging with John on the live stream and talking with guests. All right, so this is uh, a f- kind of a free former here. I do want to say we just had a great episode. I thought it was great, and I'm glad to hear that some of you guys did too. It was my brother was on the episode. My mother was also on the episode, and an old friend of mine, Nick Cavanero, from the band Reach NYC. But the the conversation with my brother, I thought, was just great. You know, we we really got into it, and we're talking about our life together in music, you know, and I, I was excited to hear that some of you guys really related to that conversation. And my brother felt like, you know, I think we went like 20, 25 minutes, our, our discussion. He felt like I cut it short. I mean, he wanted to talk for two hours. So why don't we get him back? Because I really enjoyed talking with him and we do have other stories to tell. So we will get him back on a future episode for more of the Mark and Mike Striegel adventures of the 70s, 80s, and 90s, right? That was So, yeah, great guy, Mike. And if you didn't follow him on Instagram, definitely check out his Instagram. If you didn't hear that interview, go back and listen because uh, that was, a, a, for me, a really special episode, episode 921. And this is, I guess, freeform episode, like I said. And... Just started cold, just talking. Just want to make sure that we thank all the patrons, okay? And we're going to do a really cool thing on Patreon this Saturday, guys. So you could join, technically, to be a part of this for $2. You could join like today and be a part of this cool thing that we're going to do this Saturday, May 1st. I'm going to do a Zoom call with the people on Patreon And we are going to discuss one of my favorite records and one of their favorite records, Holy Diver by Dio. And then I'm going to take that conversation and I'm going to put it on this podcast. So listen, for $2, you can be a part of that conversation. You could join me on Patreon for just $2 a month and then quit next month and you will be a part of our 
holy diver discussion. You got to do it quick though, because I'll be sending out the Zoom link like this Thursday or Friday. So if you want to be a part of a conversation about holy diver, join me on Patreon for as little as $2 a month. Now, of course, if you do spend $5 a month, excuse me, I got to take a drink here. Not alcohol, guys. I don't drink on uh, on Mellow Mondays. Monday's my, one of my three nights. I'm up to three nights in a week without drinking. (laughs) Used to be every night. It, It is now three nights a week, no drinking. And I feel great, man. I'm also jogging like like four miles every other day. I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life, man. 51 years old. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Anyways, uh, yeah, so you, so, oh, I was gonna say, on Patreon, if you join for $5 a month, I will mail you out a Talking Metal t-shirt. And you could be a real jerk because, you know, those t-shirts cost me money to make and postage to send them out is like six bucks or you know, more so international, but you could do this. I'm telling you how to rip me off right now. You could join for just one month and pay $5 and and I mail you out the t-shirt and then you could quit the next month. I would lose money on that, but I would honor my word. You want a Talking Metal t-shirt for $5? That's how you do it. That's how you do it. $5. It's the only way right now you can get a Talking Metal t-shirt. I'm not giving them out to people who, uh, who aren't on the Patreon team. And we're going for 100 people. Once we get 100 people on Patreon, I'm going to do a bi-weekly video. And it's not going to be like some cheap-ass thing like a guy talking into his iPhone. No, it's going to be a produced video show when we reach 100. But guess what? We haven't reached we haven't even reached 50 yet. We are at 49. So somebody out there could be a really cool number <laughs> on Patreon. I need to get to 50, guys. Somebody out there right now can get me to 50 for two bucks a month. You can be a part of the Holy Diver discussion this this um, Saturday. And uh, yeah, so be number 50. You know, it's you, man. You know I'm talking to you. You're thinking about it. You're thinking about it right now. Yep, yep. Do it. Do it. Join me on Patreon. <laughs> it's in the show notes on today's episode. And it, when you do join me on Patreon, you're going to be a part of a club of really cool people. We have a female now joining us. Madison Hatter is supporting me on Patreon. Thank you, Madison. And all the other 48 dudes like Dane Damage. Thank you, Dane. Seth B. Seth, uh, I know you do Jeff Pilson's meditation yoga class with me. Jeff Pilson, a docin and foreigner fame. I missed the last like three. It's just been a crazy, Mondays have been a little nuts for me, but I'm, I'm hopeful that I'm going to get back and I really want to start trying to do it every week. But Seth, it's so awesome that you're supporting me here on Patreon. That's Seth B., my meditation classmate in Jeff Pilson's yoga class, which is uh, hot for yoga. And if you need that info, just uh, yeah, send me an email at mark at talkingmetal.com. Dot com. I'll, I'll give you all the info on how to sign up for Jeff Pilson's meditation class. Uh, big thanks to Alan Janssen. Thank you, dude. Hank Reeves. John Simpson. Huckney Jacobson. John Barron. Ed Ferguson. 
Denny Striegel. Yeah, my dad. Patrick Saban. Jerry from Salt Lake City. Blue Walsh 21. Victor Guzman. Glenn Watson. Joey Bancheri. Gene Eugene DX. Sean Richmond. Mario Charance. Andrew Miller. Jeremy Weltman. Chris Riley. Johan Erdström. Steven Rodriguez. Tommy Anderson. Gregory Muse. Kenny McCrimmon. Leo from Alaska. Brad Dahl from Yarg Metal in Utah. Dan Gurwan from California, right? I think I think Dan's in California. Jerry from Long Island. Sam Soupy. Drake. Matt Carroll. Joe Ryan. Jason Seth. Steven Saylor. Ron Keel. Yep, that Ron Keel of Keel and Steeler fame, the Ron Keel band. Jean-Francois Blah. Anthony Mackey, James Bennett, David Gray, Fred Roots, Michael Street, Mike Jones, Steve Hoker, John Bovari, and our longest-running supporter on Patreon, the man himself, Dan. That's Metal Dan. You rock, dude. All right, thanks, guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you for supporting me. And remember, you get that bonus podcast every Monday co-hosted by Victor Ruiz of the Mars Attacks podcast. We call it the Mark Striegel podcast, and it's available exclusively every week, no matter what, to the people on Patreon. And there's also additional bonus content. If you get out of that $2 a month tier, there is other content that comes into uh, play, um, which Victor helps me out with. So check us out on Patreon. Cool. So there was this band... 60 660 in New Zealand I guess they're a band over in New Zealand and they played a massive concert New Zealand is a country that didn't really get hit that bad by COVID they got hit a little bit but you know not not bad at all so anyways they took major precautions and really did things right I mean I think being an island also help them not connected to you know a massive land mass but they they also really did things i guess right and really tamped it down to celebrate this band over there put on a concert now i i don't think they usually draw fifty thousand people but i think after everyone had been in lockdown they just wanted to get out and party and it, it, it was really cool to see uh, it made some people uncomfortable didn't make me uncomfortable I, I i thought it was great and i think the people of new zealand deserve it they're not a metal band they're kind of like you know the maroon five meets imagine dragons type of vibe they're pretty good though I, I actually was listening to some of their stuff i like them you know so that that was all over the press you know that's pretty crazy Fifty thousand people together can you imagine in, in these times it's weird right but then Right across the river from me in New York City, hardcore crossover act Madball, you know, one of the godfathers of kind of hard, hardcore, if you will, they played in Tompkins Square Park. Now, I used to live across the street from there on Avenue A back in the 90s, and I was actually friends with Billy Tompkins, who, like, that's uh, his ancestors were the park is named after them but that's a, a side story anyways so anyways madball played and i guess they were raising some of the money that they raised i don't i don't even know i guess i don't know if it was a free concert i don't know the details but they raised some money and i guess that went to 
the fire department, NYC fire department. But here's the deal, man. It was freaking crazy. There's thousands of people showed up in New York City. And you look at the the footage. It's up there on Blabbermouth. No one's wearing masks. You know? And it's kind of controversial. But I think it's kind of time. I'd like to think that the people without masks all had the vaccine. But I think not. I'm sure some of them did. But a lot of them didn't. The guy from 24-7 Spies who's been on this show, I forget his name, but he, he was there. And I know he had posted on Instagram, Jimmy Jimmy Hazel, right? Yeah, that he had gotten the, the vaccine. And I know he was there rocking out. But the thing that I find really interesting about this, guys, is these guys, they pushed it. Maybe they shouldn't have done this mad ball. Maybe they should have. I don't know if because the fire department angle was there that the police didn't shut them down. I don't know because gatherings of that size aren't allowed yet in New York City, but it, it people obviously looked the other way or decided that people were spaced out enough. But go watch the footage. It's on Blabbermouth. They weren't spaced out that much. People were stage diving and slam dancing and stuff and moshing and yeah, man. So I, I don't know, man. I don't know. But I enjoyed watching the video. And if I lived in New York City, I think I would have been there. I'm vaccinated, so I'm ready to rock. You know, don't be, by the way, guys, don't be scared of getting vaccinated. I know there's a, a few people out there that are. It, it's okay. So somebody on Twitter put, I've calculated the risks and I'm not going to be getting vac- vaccinated. Listen, I calculated the risks too. And that's why I got vaccinated. Like, what does COVID kill? One in 100? What does the vaccine kill? One in three million? And most of those were females in their 30s, by the way, which is weird. Yeah, which then that was that was the Johnson and Johnson only. So, um, you know, and I know over in Europe, there's been some AstraZeneca has had some uh, questionable results, but you're more likely to get killed driving your car to the supermarket, guys. You're more likely to get struck by lightning. Really? Yeah, you are. You are. So just get the freaking vaccine. Let's rock. Don't be scared. There's nothing to be scared of. There's no computer chip going to be injected into you. You know, what you need to be scared of is losing your freedom because you, you are still susceptible to this disease. And it affects us all, too. Really, when you don't get the vaccine, you're a vehicle for COVID to continue to live as it ravages you. My stepsister got it. She was out. She's, you know, in her 30s. She was out for weeks. So, you know, my also my um, sister-in-law got it. My brother's wife out for weeks. These are women, you know, in their 30s, 40s, not even. I mean, my my whole thing is I just want my kids to get vaccinated. You know, I'm so anxious. I mean, because once my kids are vaccinated, nothing's freaking stopping me from doing anything. You know, I mean, they say when you get the vaccine, it's highly unlikely that you're even transmitting it. But. I don't know. I still just have this little ounce of fear 
with my kids not getting it. So I'm I'm hopeful. I, I'm shocked we haven't heard more. I mean, we got to get that 12 to 16, 12 to 15 group next. So uh, I'm hoping because that'll be my oldest boy. And I know the, the youngest kids, uh, my younger guy is 10. They're probably a ways off still, but yeah, that's the Gatorade I'm drinking. So anyways, back to Madball. So I don't know if it was right or wrong that they did this concert, but I think it was time. <laughs> that's just me. You know, I, I did all the right things for for over a for a year. You know, I've been vaccinated since February 4th, my second dose. But from March to March, I did all the right things. I wore the mask, did the social distancing, didn't go out much. You know, a little bit over this in the spring of last year, in the summer when things were in better shape. I guess not the spring, the summer last year. But it's just like, I did all the right shit, man. But now I'm done. And I want you guys to join me. On the good side, you know, let's get the vaccine. Let's hug each other. So these two shows have happened. And this guy, Tommy London, who books shows at Arlene's Grocery, he's hinted that he's going to start up his club show in New York City. And uh, the governor of New Jersey today announced that indoor gatherings were going to stay at 50%, but that you could get up to 250 people indoors as long as it that's like under 50% capacity. So if you had a, a venue that host that you know had a capacity of 500, like some rock club in Jersey, you could fill it halfway. And quite frankly, when a lot of these bands that we love, I'm not going to mention any names because I don't want to get in trouble, but when they roll into dingbats in, in Clifton, New Jersey, they don't bring 250 people, you know, some of these touring bands, not on their own. They don't. So I think I, I like where we're going, guys. I like it. I like it. And like I said, I just, just give us that vaccine for the kids and it's all over. Cause then, then, then it's just the, the, the people who are too scared to get the vaccine or believe some whacked out conspiracy, you know, and I, I get it, you know, I think those two things go hand in hand, but it seems like whether you have the vaccine or not, things are happening because we're not at the this point yet where these establishments are asking you for your vaccine card in order to get in. I mean, that's a whole nother debate, but it, but it doesn't seem like we're hearing any rumbling of that yet. Sure. In the Facebook groups and dark corners of the web where people, you know, people like to think that's coming, but it's really, no one, no one's talking about that yet in this country In other countries are doing that. Yeah. But, and maybe we don't need to do it in this country. You know, we'll we'll see. I, I I don't I don't know that we have the legal authority to do it. So, and and some states like Florida are are making it so you can't do that. But we're all ready to rock and roll, man. We're all ready to get out there. I, I'm I'm ready to rock one hundred percent. And that brings me to the next thing, the M three festival. I I was I heard a rumor about this like two days ago and didn't believe it but today 
on April 26th, Monday, I'm recording this, they announced that the M3 Rock Festival will return and it's all the bands that we want to see, Queensryche and Warrant and all, all the great lineup. I should probably pull it up here and read it to you guys. But it's they're going to do this July 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Now, I'm supposed to drive to Indiana on a two-week vacation with my family on July 5th. So I don't think I can be there on July 4th, which is the day Warren plays, which kind of sucks. But I could maybe be there on the 2nd and 3rd, and the 3rd would be cool because that's Queensryche plays on the 3rd, right? But taking it day by day, and we'll see what the laws of Maryland allow when this happens. You know, I do feel bad for, for people who bought tickets and initially were planning to go to that show back in 2020 and, and now it's postponed twice and and maybe they have plans or can't get there, but, uh, you know, shit happens, I guess, right? But I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I don't know if Emily would be into it, you know, so I got to try to convince her that we could do that and will this stadium tour with Motley Crue happen you know people are like there's no way that's happening and I think more than likely it's going to be pushed however it all depends where the numbers go and what people do if people are getting the vaccine and numbers are going way down 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 and just going down so quickly like they are here in New Jersey I mean they're just plummeting going straight down if you look at the the graph so i don't know i mean that tour starts in june i don't know that seems a little unlikely but personally the motley crew def leopard poison tour if i were a betting man i'd, I'd say it's going to be postponed but i would not bet my life on it you know definitely not i put it at like an 80 20 chance 80 percent chance they're going to push it 20% chance it's going to happen, you know? So that's what I'm thinking anyways. But we're all ready. I'm not going to talk about, I'm going to try not to talk about the vaccine anymore. You guys know that I want you all to get it. And it's because I, I, I love you guys. I love this country. I, I love rock and roll. That's, 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 those are the reasons, selfish reasons too, because I, I want this thing to go away. But I know it's been annoying to some people who aren't going to get the vaccine because it's a government conspiracy, man. So I, I understand that. But I got to tell you guys, from the bottom of my heart, Trump got the vaccine. Biden got the vaccine. I don't care where you stand politically. It's the thing to do. It's the thing to do. Really. Really. All right, so I'm going to try not to talk about that because it's something that seems to be controversial among some of my listeners, even though it really shouldn't be. But I've made myself clear these last few episodes, so we will move away from that after this episode. I got it. My side effects were hardly any, hardly any. Got the Moderna one. I got attacked for cutting the line by some of my neighbors 
even though I don't feel I cut the line. I've already explained how I got the vaccine on previous episodes, but there's nothing wrong with me, and I did get it before everyone else. So people just assumed I'm an evil, horrible person that cut the line to get the vaccine. Although I didn't. I didn't. I'll recap that story. Here's what happened. Essex County, where I live in New Jersey, they, like in December, announced that their site was going to be going live. Okay? And I got a phone call, like a robocall, from the county saying, our site goes live. Here's the site address. It's the county site. That's how you did it in New Jersey. You had to go through the counties. So... 8 a.m. the next day when the site went live, I logged on to it and it let me sign up like no problem. There was no questions. Are you a frontline worker? Are you, you know, elderly or sick? There was no questions like that. I just signed the fuck up. Took like five minutes. Had to like give them my address and some other stuff. And then I was like, well, I guess it didn't work because I didn't hear anything. I went back like four days later tried to do it and again and this time it was like I couldn't get through because I there was nothing wrong with me right I didn't have any underlying conditions so in like a month went by maybe less than a month three weeks and I, I get an email that says show up on you know in two days to get your first dose of the Moderna vaccine in West Caldwell New Jersey at the West at the you know Essex tech center or some shit so I end up calling the county it took me 33 calls to get through I finally get somebody on the line I'm like listen there's nothing wrong with me and it's telling me to come for the vaccine first thing he says is when did you go sign up for it I said as soon as the site went live he said yeah the first day or two a lot of people were able to get through who weren't in the groups that are supposed to be getting the vaccine under the CDC guidelines. He said, don't worry about it. You've been approved. He said, show up, get your vaccine. That's what I did. I did the right thing. I tried to, you know, I didn't want to take the place of my mom who has diabetes, you know. I felt horrible. I got my vaccine like a month before my mom did. But that's that. So I, I've been ready to get back to concerts for a while. I, I loved, whether it's right or wrong, I loved seeing Madball play in the middle of freaking New York City, rocking it with people fucking stage diving and having fun at a live music event. Because in the end, that's all, what we all want. We want fun again. We want to live again. And we want freedom again. All right? I'm going to leave it at that, guys. You guys... I love you. I don't care what religion you are, who the fuck you voted for, what kind of car you drive, what neighborhood you live in, what color your skin is. When we're together rocking, none of that shit matters. Not that it should anyways. We're united under our love of loud music. I'll talk to you later.